We touched on this yesterday. Stories coming out from people whose lives are being made misery because of antisocial, and that's putting it extremely mildly, antisocial kainga ora tenants who are being protected at the expense of good law-abiding citizens. In Avondale, a suburb of Auckland, a couple say they're at breaking point because of their kainga or a neighbour. 72 noise complaints have been made against the woman in just seven months. Apparently she plays loud bass music right through the night. Couples resorted to sleeping in their car to try and get some sleep. They've parked further down the road to try and get away from the unst unst. Other neighbours, <clears throat> other residents in the neighbourhood say screaming and fighting is also a problem as well as the woman's visitor, an intimidating and threatening patched gang member who throws his considerable weight around while he's visiting. Then you have two pensioners living in a Kaingawara property in Whangarei who say they've had death threats from their neighbours, one of them, again a patched gang member, who allegedly threatened to slit the 82-year-old's throat and watch him bleed out. And I told you about the Papakuta man yesterday, who was so fed up with the violent and abusive behaviour of his statehouse neighbours, he sold his property and moved to the South Island to protect his family. And Kaingora's response to complaints from existing law-abiding tenants and neighbours, that they move on, they be moved from their homes, they be forced to leave the neighbourhood. And that is apparently because an internal policy exists that prevents the agency evicting difficult tenants to prevent them being recycled through emergency and transitional housing at further cost. And presumably so that the housing numbers don't look worse. They're already at an all-time high. There are 24,000 people waiting for a home to live in. These are enormous numbers. Most of them would be grateful for the opportunity to have a roof over their head. So why can there not be a three strikes and you are literally out policy with Kaingora? How is it that police can be called at least 50, 50 times to one home, as was the case with the Papakura Kaingora tenants, and still the tenants are allowed to stay? How can people trash their state house homes and still be allowed to live in them? I get that some people are very high needs, that they have in effect been raised by wolves and struggle to fit into civilised society. But how the hell are they going to learn what the rules of civilised society are if they are excused their appalling behaviour time and time again and implicitly told to continue what they're doing? Because crime does indeed, at the moment, pay. The ones who are being punished right now are the ones who are playing by the rules and the law-abiding. They're the ones who aren't able to be with sick family members and friends. They're the ones not able to attend weddings. They're They're the ones who aren't able to see grandchildren because they are going by the rules and applying to IMBI for permission to cross the border, being denied. They're staying cooped up inside their homes, which might be made very unpleasant depending on their neighbours. They're doing what they're told and they're being punished. The ones who are sticking two fingers to authority. The ones who are saying, stuff you, I don't care. The ones who are saying, you can't catch me. Because you can't chase me. You can't 
arrest me unless I've done something so egregious and so public that one or two ringleaders will be picked out. Look at the gang tangi. In direct and flagrant contravention of our public health orders, what happens? Nothing. Maybe one or two are picked out. The other 150 are left to sit with their ample asses on the outside of their cars, sticking two fingers literally and figuratively to all of those people who obeyed by the rules and applied for permission to go to funerals and were denied. And you've got these people in a state house that has been funded by the taxpayer who are making the lives of their neighbours and the fellow Kaingora tenants absolute misery instead of going down on their knees and being so damn grateful they live in a society that allows them to live in a home, that allows them to have a place they can call home, to have a place that if they had even the remotest desire to, they could raise good kids in. And they take that opportunity and they look you in the eye and they rip up the contract with the taxpayer and the civilised society members. They rip up that contract and then they spit on it. It's a bloody disgrace. News talks.